check, check, mic check, check. Places, places for top of show. Lights go, curtain go. Okay. You've been really excited to share this. With I me. have been. So I have a feeling that you're too. even more in love with your musical than I was with Waitress. That's just the feeling that I get. I am super excited to tell you about the musical. Do you want to guess? Hmm. You, th- you said you thought you knew what I was doing. Yeah. And I can't even remember what it's called, but the front album has like the dude with a cast. That is what I'm doing. No way. Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, Hansen. I know it's spelled differently, but. My lerves, Hanson. <laughs> They're still around. They are. Um, um, oh, wow. That is so cool that we like both knew what the other one was doing, but we had no idea. It's almost like we know each other. Yeah, almost. Almost. Um, dear Evan Hansen. Oh, my gosh. I did so much. Like, tell me if I bore you. Okay. No, no. I'm excited. So the music and lyrics are by, and I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong, Benj, P-A-S-E-K, Pasek. P A S E K. Yeah, Pasik Pasik. Yeah, Pasik. Pa- I almost think it might be might be Pasik. Um, and just like Spacik, like because that's a word. Like like the actor, like Kevin Spacik. Yeah, his name's Spacy. Kevin no, Spacy. But somebody has the last name Spacik. <laughs> oh, right? Sissy Spacik. Susan Spacik. No, Sissy Spacek. <laughs> oh, no. Please ignore me. Um, I might be editing that part out. Oh, mercy. Back to the show. Okay, so music and lyrics by Benj Pasek, we'll call him. Yeah. I'm so sorry, man. I should have looked up how to pronounce your name because these guys are, like, legit. Wow. And Justin Paul. They are a um, songwriting duo. They did... Dogfight, A Christmas Story, La La Land, and The Greatest Showman. Would you like to say what I look like right now? Because I'm like, you look hungry for some Bench Pasek and Justin Paul is what you look like. Yeah, because I didn't get any pie. Um, Yeah, so I read a little bit more and it was like, this show and La La Land were just kind of still like, they described it as like dots on the horizon when they like did their treatment of the first scene in The Greatest Showman. So, like, they just got it off of crushing it, wow. basically, because these these their big hits hadn't really come out yet. Crushing like their, their biggest hits. Uh, and the book was by Stephen Levinson. So it was actually the idea of the um, music team. And then they got Stephen Levinson who is a playwright. He'd never done a musical before, and they got him to, wow. like, hey, come on in. And originally... He was probably nervous. Um, well, originally the show was going to be a little bit different than it was, and that'll make sense, like, once I go through it, unless I forget to talk about it, in which case, oh, right. So I've been, like, dying to tell you who the lead is in this show. Do you know who the lead is? No. I okay. know nothing about it other than that cast. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm dying. His name is Ben Platt. That's a he, cute name. Okay, pitch perfect. Wait, wait, sorry. Oh, not the lead guy. Not the lead guy. You know the nerdy guy who's like his roommate and he's a magician and he has like this gorgeous voice? I'm going to have to maybe look up a picture. Right. I'll look up a picture right now. This instant. Yeah, look it up right now. Okay, so, I look up Ben Platt, P-L-A-T-T. So I'm over here watching Pitch Perfect when it comes out and I'm like... This kid 
needs his own movie. Like, he is so good. This dude? Yes. Yes. So his voice is gorgeous. What a cutie. And even just in that movie, I was like... Look at him now. I know. Whoa. You're like, hold on. Well, you grew up. Not too shabby. Yeah. So. Great features. So he... Like, when I saw him in Pitch Perfect, I was like... You love that movie. I did, yes. And I was like, more of him, please. Right. I mean, more cowbell, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he actually originated the role they um, of Evan Hansen. So they actually did their workshopping and everything in D.C. at... Close to home. Um, let's see. The, uh, at Arena Stage. Oh, my gosh. DC. So. Directed by Michael Grief. And I believe he directed it all the way through. Wow. I'm pretty sure all the way through to Broadway. So um, there's only, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, no, no. Eight characters. And then they had an alternate for Evan Hansen at one point. See, I love these musicals with these small... Small casts. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. So this musical very much is, it's all about this character and how he interacts with the world because the oh, whole deal I love is. That. So this, so this was um, back to they their like DC premiere. They ran in DC from July 10th to August 23rd, 2015. Similar time frame as Waitress. Mm-hmm. Because that's I guess that's how long it takes guess, to get some number away. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I mean they were working on this musical for like five years Noted. before all of this. Yeah. So then they went to Second Stage Theater off Broadway. Um, choreographed by Danny Melford. And I think if you watch some of the sequences, you'd be really interested in the yeah. movement. It's not... Is it it's, contemporary? No, there's like there's no like real dance. It's pedestrian. It's very... Yeah. There's a lot of like walking and stopping. Pedestrian. Oh, I love that. That... I think that's perfect. I'm going to have to watch it. The lighting is so effective. Ooh. I don't know who designed the lighting, but... Love good lighting. It's so effective... In these certain scenes, because they use spotlights, they use, um, like, they've got these, social media plays a huge role in the show. It's almost like its own character. And in the background of some of these songs, they've got, like, some sort of, like, I don't know if it's a scram or what it is in the background. You can't quite tell. And they're projecting, like... Tweets here and images here. Get out of town. And you this would is just, like my music. You would love it. I'm okay. obsessed with social media, just so you guys all know. Yeah, and you're excellent at it. So check out her freaking social media plug now. At Marilyn S88. On Insta. You better know how to spell Marilyn. It's the way you spell Marilyn Monroe. It's the only way. It's not the state. Starbucks. It's not Meredith. Panera. All these places. Stop spelling my name. I've never met anyone that was named after the state. <laughs> For real. There's okay. no D in my name. Or land. Yeah, there's no land. Um, okay. Oh, that's cool with the projection, like, technology and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, you would love it. Um, Ugh. And the orchestration there's is by... so many cues. <laughs> oh, that stage manager had to be, like, 
cue this, cue that, cue this. I mean, I would absolutely, to all of you stage managers out there, we we appreciate you. you. Gosh, you guys don't get enough recognition. No, no, no. Do not. That's why we had a little stage manager sounding thing in the intro. Just for you. They are for real, for real. A good stage manager makes the show. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's those invisible people in the show that really are the real stars. Oh. So uh, the orchestrations by Alex. I'm not even gonna make this work. All these Lacamoire. <laughs> we don't know anything about hard last names. L a c a m o i r e. Sounds I just good thought to it me. was interesting because the music is very. Is, is it that, rock? No, it's like kind of acoustic. Oh, that's how I would describe it. It's. I almost feel like we should have switched musicals. Right, right. But it's perfect to tell the other one about. Yeah, and now we're going to be like, oh my gosh, I want to see that. Because I'm telling you, I I wish I could see it with Ben Platt in it. I'm sure the guy that replaced oh. him is amazing, and the guy after that. Um, That's how I feel about Jesse Mueller. But like, Ben Platt, he's so good. He's so freaking good. He's not just a beautiful singer. He is a beautiful actor. And you know what else? He is so brilliant with comedy. So isn't that great when somebody can act in film and on the stage? I, he started, that was like his first big role was Pitch Perfect. And then he ends up opening this on Broadway. Like it's just backgrounds actually on stage. Oh, I, I would think it would have I to be. Love that. I don't think you can end up singing like that without some sort of mm, actual musical theater background. Because okay, he has a very lovely voice. I feel bad for him already that he broke his arm or whatever happened. I can't wait to get into it. So this whole show is obviously about Evan Hansen, and I thought I I love finding out what the name of a musical is about. Like obviously the waitress is about a waitress, but when you hear Dear Evan Hansen, you're like what is that like? What is that about? You like, know? are you related to Jim Henson and the Muppet Baby? <laughs> I'm sure that's what everyone thought, um, or maybe just you. So, um, Evan Hansen is a high school senior, and he suffers from severe social anxiety. Wonderful. Severe. I say. I say. You said wonderful. I say wonderful. Wonderful that they're talking about it. That they're talking about it because I struggle with that a little bit. He, and nobody I, would ever know. This musical. Oh my gosh, I just said it out loud. Ah. And that's okay. Yeah. And if anybody's got anything to say about that, suck it. <laughs> okay. You can talk to Grace. Yeah. But don't because I have a little bit of social anxiety. I'm <laughs> just kidding. She's um, like, my throat just closed up. Uh, so Evan's therapist told him his mom his mom is so sweet and she's a single mom her name's Heidi she's super cute and the woman who played her on Broadway let me find her name um Heidi Rachel Bay Jones she's fantastic I love that name too what is it she's like (gasps) what it is Marilyn stage names just kidding (laughs) she's she's like kind of the hip mom like She's sweet, and she seems she's got like this young energy about her. And she, I believe, is a nurse. She works. She like wears scrubs, and she works in the medical profession somehow. Oh, cutie! And she's like taking classes at night, so she's like super busy, super mom. Yeah, trying to raise her son, only child, only child, and um, so the whole deal is that she's like doing everything she can to be like Evan. It's the start of the school year. It's like the day before school starts, oh, his senior year. 
And that always brings me so much anxiety, but like excitement too. Yeah. So he's like, he's like really suffering from social anxiety. Yeah. And so, you know, it's got to be like crippling. Yeah. So, um, he has spent the summer at, um, like a, a national park or something like that where he is like really interested in trees, like forestry. Oh my gosh. So, I kind of need to marry this kid. I know, right? <laughs> We're one in the same. Right. So he is like kind of nerded out all summer, which if you're into forestry, rock on. Yeah. But um, so, you know, he feels like he's got nothing cool to share because like what he's into, not everybody else is into. And like, oh my gosh, it just reminds me of high school. It's so stressful. So <laughs> my palms are sweating. So his mom, you know, takes him to the therapist and he's on medication and the therapist is like, um, the therapist says, you know, he needs to write letters to himself. That's like part of her prescription to him. Dear Evan Hansen, today is a great day and this is why. Oh. And he's going to write these letters. This warms my heart. Yeah. So I love this. That's where the name of the show comes from. These letters he's supposed to be writing. Love it. So the opening scene, he's like... He's so funny. I wish I could just play it for you right now. He's like writing it. He's like, dear Evan Hansen, today's going to be a great day because you just have to be yourself and charming and approachable and, and all these things and this and this and this and this, but just mostly yourself. And he just has this perfect comedic timing. I called it comedic patter rhythm. It's oh. just done beautiful. I bet the lighting's cool. And he even references like having like sweaty hands when he goes and talks to people and like then people think he's weird because he shakes their hand and he's sweaty and he's like he's thinking about it and we can all relate to that though you know Mm -hmm. and his mom is like come so it opens up in his bedroom and it's just like his bed and like a nightstand and that's really like it and like a lamp so she comes in he's on his bed and um, yeah so um, normally I don't like really minimalistic, like, staging. But I just feel like the show works that way. If you had had this elaborate set and only eight people in the cast and this really, like, stripped-down music, not that the music is super stripped-down, but it's just, it's simple. You know, like, you'd compare it to Wicked and be like, these are two totally different things. Oh, absolutely, night and day. And so I feel like the, the staging of it really worked. Oh, my gosh, tell me more. Okay, so... His mom, Heidi, which is like the cutest name. If your cutie. name is Heidi, your name is cute. Yeah, um, you're a cutie. And she's like, how about you get... And he's got a cast on his left arm, just the just the just his forearm, you know, and... Um, All that forestry work. Yeah, it's tough stuff. So um, she's like, hey, you can get the kids to sign your cast oh, cute. tomorrow. Like, that'll be your icebreaker. So... Then he leaves, and she sings this song called Anybody Have a Map. And she's singing about how much she loves her son, but how she's just winging it. Wow. She's just like, this kid is hurting. And, like, does anybody have a map? Like, can anybody tell me what I'm supposed to be doing? Because I'm really trying, and I don't know what else to do. Oh, my god! But, like... There's no there's no playbook in life, you know, and in, in raising kids. And she's just, like, trying. And so she's this single mom trying so hard to, like, raise her son. And then on the other end of the stage comes up another mom, another family. It's a family at dinner. There's this other boy named Connor. And it's 
like the morning that school is starting and same grade or same grade. Yeah. And so they're trying to, everybody's like eating breakfast and dad's getting ready to go to work and mom's like trying to get everything ready. And, um, there's a younger sister who is in high school as well. So she's probably like a freshman or sophomore. Yeah. Something like that. Sophomore, junior, something. Um, and Connor is sitting there with like this long hair and he's like slouched down in his chair and (laughs) he doesn't want to go to school. He's like, I'm not going. Those are the boys that our parents were like, stay away stay from Stay away Connor. from those boys, yeah. Um, the long-haired ones. <laughs> and now I'm like... My brother was one of those boys. And now I'm looking for all the guys with long hair. Yeah. Um, so he's like, I'm not going. And his sister's like, he's high. And his mom's like, I don't want... Connor, I don't want you going to school high. And he's like, well, perfect. I won't go. And like, I'll go tomorrow. I promise I'll go tomorrow. And so... The dad is like reading his paper and not paying attention, sure. really, and and so it ends up with you know it's just not it's not a happy interaction at all. And so um, she joins in with anybody have a map. Oh. So what you've got is these two teens who are troubled and in these, different ways. These two moms in totally different situ- situations. One is this like working way over time single mom and the other one is this stay-at-home mom who's got this perfect little cookie cutter american life and you just see how and and they they're pretty well off and you just see how like that pain is universal Mm. of trying to help your kids and trying to do the right thing and you know like we aren't mothers yet but you know we have two awesome amazingly supportive moms yeah. that I'm sure have felt that way at one time or another. Oh, I know. And I've so, certainly given my mom reasons to feel that way. <laughs> I can totally like relate in that way that that must be such an incredible moment for, for anyone. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so the first day at school, um, Evan is standing there, and this girl walks up, and her name is Alana. But we don't know that yet. She just walks up and she's like, hey, Evan, it's Evan, right? Hey, Evan, how are you? Oh, that's nice. I did this over the summer and I did this over the summer and I did this over the summer. And she like is a super overachiever. Like we all knew this girl in high school. I know exactly. She did everything. She's got all the community service. She like started a charity over the summer and she's like doing this and she's doing that. And she's like going to have all the SAT scores and 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 yet she doesn't stop to actually listen to him right. and he asks her to sign his cast. Oh. So she doesn't sign it. I don't remember why, but she like she probably just doesn't stop for long enough to hear him ask. So she walks away and he's like, "Oh, okay. So that didn't work, you know." And then this guy Jared comes up and he is just a jokester. Like he puts him down constantly and is like <laughs> Um, he, and he's like, will you sign my cast? And he's like, no, I'm not going to sign your cast. We're not friends. We're fam- we, we are family friends. Like, our parents are friends. And I talk to you so that your mom, you can tell your mom that I talked to you, and then your mom will tell my mom that I talked to you, and then they'll keep paying my car insurance. Ah. So he's By like, no. The yeah, he's like, no, man, I'm not going to sign your cast. And, like, Connor comes in. And Connor's wearing, like, this long kind of trench coat and, like, his long hair. And Jared immediately says, hey, Connor, you got that school shooter look going like down to a T. Oh, no. Which is like, don't joke about that. Like, even when he said it, I was like, oh, God. (laughs) And um, 
no, please no. So, you know, Connor's obviously not a fan of that. And, like, he's struggling himself. And so Jared just straight up, like, practically slapped him across the face first thing when he walked in the school. So Jared, like, pieces out. And um, Connor is, like... Oh, Connor. Connor ends up, for some reason, I don't remember exactly why, he um, he gets angry. At, he just he just kind of explodes in anger and ends up pushing Evan down. In the middle of school, he pushes him down to the ground and, like, walks away. So he ends up on the ground with a cast holding his marker. No, no. And nobody's signed his cast. No, I cannot deal with that. And he sings the most gorgeous song. And let me tell you. From the ground? This whole time, he starts it on the ground, yeah. This whole time, oh. his body language has been just incredible. He's so... What's hard, I think, about this role is that it's not that he doesn't want to connect. It's that he's got this barrier that makes it so hard to connect. So I think a lot of people playing this role would end up playing that they don't want to connect or they're trying to avoid people. When he actually, what he did so beautifully was he crafted this barrier for himself and then he kept trying to reach past it and around it and over it and under it. And you could see him trying Wow, but that's very hard to communicate, especially on a large stage. Yes. Wow. Beautifully done. Great So he sings this song called Waving Through a Window. I love it already. Oh, my gosh. And it's about how he can't connect with people and about how he feels like he's on the outside of life, waving through a window. So the- Reminds me of Mr. Cellophane. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, totally. So a little piece of the chorus is like, he says, um, I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass, waving through a window. And as like for anybody who's suffered with depression, that's exactly how it feels. (laughs) You know, and you're just like, I see the world going on. And I'm like, does does anybody see me or notice that I'm anybody notice that I exist Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like I'm trying to get in there and wow it's just beautiful and so oh I got chills just thinking about it. it's and and the song is just beautiful and I would call that song unless there's one that I'm forgetting like the really the crux yes just beautiful um so he's interrupted by Zoe who is Connor's younger sister who's like a sophomore uh junior whatever and it turns out that Evan has a massive crush on her. <laughs> I kind of feel it. Just makes him absolutely clam up completely. So his song is actually interrupted by her coming in and going, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, what a freak. You know, he's just out of control. Um, she's apologizing for him. And then um, she, le- and he just completely clams up. I mean, it's just too funny. And he's back to singing when she leaves. Um, The choreography is beautiful. Everybody comes on stage and is like, has their back turned to him. Wow. Um, And he's in a spotlight. It's very isolating and it's just beautifully done. So then, if I were a dude, I would want to play this role. Sounds like such a great role to play. Sounds exhausting too. Yeah. Like honestly. Oh, for real. Um, So then we're in the computer lab and Evan has written. A note. He's he's written one of his dear Evan Hansen like assignments. His note. So, um, he's talking about 
he actually talks in the note about Zoe and how much he likes her and how like, I think he literally says like, all my hopes are pinned on Zoe. And she doesn't even... No pressure, Zoe. Yeah, no, no pressure. pressure. Don't pin all your hopes on another person. That's yeah, just but not gosh. Help you. In that little adolescent Oh, we have all, I think we've all done it. Oh, um, yeah. So he's printing his letter in the computer lab, and he's like, he's like, um, you know, all my hopes are pinned on Zoe, and she doesn't even know I exist. Wow. And so he's in the computer lab, and Connor comes up to him in the computer lab, and he's like, hey, man, like... Did you want me to sign your cast? And he's like, kind of uh, um, no, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, you don't have to. And like, he's saying, you know, he, he can't even get a sentence out. And Connor's already grabbed the marker and he literally signs his cast, like in these big, huge letters that take up the entire side of his cast so that you can read Connor in these huge letters, like on his forearm. So he does it long ways, like from wrist to elbow. Right. And um, then Connor, oh, and then he says, now we can both pretend to have friends. Connor says that to him? Mm-hmm. He's like, look, there you go. Now we can both pretend to have friends. He wants to connect. He likes Evan. So it's almost like these two guys dealing with such similar things, but because mental illness and, and challenges like that cause you to retreat into yourself so much, you you lose the ability to connect with the people who are going through maybe not the same thing, but something very similar. Are we saying that I'm Evan and you're Connor? Is that what's going on here? Um, I'll keep telling the story and you decide. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, okay, so then he signs his cast and he's like, yeah, oh, and by the way, like, like what is this letter? Connor has picked the letter up off the printer and was, like, going to give it to him. But then he saw, like, he started reading it, and he saw his sister Zoe's name in it. And he's like, are you talking about my sister? Uh Like, what is the deal with this? So he freaks out, and he says, he blames Evan because he's like, you left it there on purpose. You wanted me to find it. You wanted me to read about my sister and, like, all this stuff. And he storms out, and Evan freaks out to get that letter back Mm. he's like no give it back to me give it back to me and he's just like frantic frantic yes which i think is awesome because he like as an actor he put the appropriate importance on that letter wow and it was just really so interesting and then after that scene alana the overachiever girl crosses the stage like with her backpack on and she sings I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass, waving through a window. And then she's off. And you just get this sense of like, oh, her too. <gasps> like she feels that way too. <gasps> and like they're just presenting in completely different ways. And oh. it's just these people who are hurting that don't say it and don't connect about it because there's a stigma around it, because people are mean, because social media you know we're gonna get into like social media and how that can get crazy wow i am so impressed by this so the next day at school evan is called into the principal's office and there are these the connor's parents are there oh yikes this is not good so connor's parents are in the principal's office and he gets there and he's like he doesn't know that that's what he's walking in on and so he gets there and he's like where's principal so-and-so and they're like um we asked to talk to you alone and he's like 
he looks like he's going to pass out. Oh, I'm surprised he didn't. That was like my nightmare growing up. And so um, he's like, where's Connor? And they're like, oh, you haven't heard. Connor took his own life. <gasps> so. No. Mm-hmm. No. See, this is so sad because growing up, I knew a guy named Evan, named Evan that took his own life. I thought you were going to be like, this is so sad because growing up, I knew a guy named Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Got to add that comedy in there because this is real sad. I know. Oh, my gosh. And now he has his freaking name all the way across his cast. And when they found Connor, they found the letter, Dear Evan Hansen. And they think that it's his suicide note. So they're like, he wrote this letter to, to Evan, Evan. And Evan was the last person that he wanted to t- talk to. And like, this is what, Evan, this is what he wanted to say to you. We didn't even know you guys were friends, they were let alone that last you were, words. yeah, you were so important to him. You guys had this, like, we had no idea who you even were, let alone that he would write his last words to you. And like... We don't know what it all means, but like this, read this. This is this is from him, and he wanted to say this to you, and um, and the the rest of the scene is so interesting and so well done because what happens is he sees the letter, he's horrified that they've seen it, and then he realizes what they think it is, and and he he's saying like, no, no, he didn't write this, he didn't write this. And the mom freaks out. She's like, what do you mean he didn't write it? What do you mean? This is, and, and the dad is like, calm down. And she's like, no, this is the last thing I have of my son. This is the only thing that makes any sense. Like why he would kill himself. And I mean, she's like, she's, she's scaring Evan is what's happening. So Evan. Because doesn't that letter say that he's like in love with Zoe and stuff? Yeah. Yikes. So it doesn't literally say he's in love with Zoe. It says all my hopes are pinned on Zoe, oh. but she doesn't know I exist. And all this stuff that's like really just a little off. Right. <laughs> you know, it's confusing. And so they're like, we don't understand it. And um, Evan is literally like cowering in a corner from oh. this whole interaction. And he tried to say it. And then oh. finally he was just like, he's literally like the dad is trying to hold the mom back and he Evan just like gives gives her the the note like here here you should have this you should have this it's yeah he wrote it it's just take it and he just like leaves oh my god because he he tried to say it he's like traumatized so traumatized he's embarrassed that that note got out he is mortified that Connor had it even more mortified that his parents read it. And now all of this, I mean, he just can't take the emotion that's happening. He can't handle it. And the fact that somebody he knows ended their life. Yeah. Like that's enough. That, yeah. That's enough is. to really be like, whoa. So I believe it's that I night. Like I need to take a breath after that. Right. So like that night they have him over for dinner, the Murphys, Connor's family. Oh my gosh. Have him over for dinner. And they're like, if you were this important to, Connor, then we want to get to know you. You're important to us. Yeah. yeah. So. Did he go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He went and he just like sat there and ate because the alternative was him like 
eating alone while his mom is working late and like taking classes. I think she's taking classes to become a paralegal. Oh, wow. And so he was like... Sitting there not ordering pizza. Yeah, he was like, okay, I feel like I have to do this. And like... um, So Zoe, the sister, who he's in love with, so like poor guy probably cannot even function at this point. She really like... She hated Connor. Connor was like so mean to her. And she's... Just like Connor was a terrible person, you know, and the mom cannot hear that. She's just like, I want to hear something positive about my son, you know. And Zoe's like, there is nothing, like there's nothing. Wow. And Evan's like, I I I have I have good things to say. You know, Connor was this and that, and he starts wrote on my cast. He starts talking and He's trying to make the mom feel better. Right. And she is absolutely entranced with what he's saying. Wow. And he sings this song called For Forever. I've heard you singing this around the house. Yes, but I knew you didn't know where it was going. Right, I didn't know. It is so So, so this is from the mom's perspective. No, no, no. This is Evan oh. singing about his friendship with Connor. Oh. That he just- did not have. Oh. So he is describing... Wow. Oh, oh, so he's literally like, yes and-ing. Yes. Everything that she's saying. Wow. And he's he's literally like, she's the, the mom's like, where did you guys hang out? And there's a bowl of apples in front of him. And he's like, at the apple place. You know, like, oh God, what am I saying? And she's like, she says, he took you to the orchard? And she, he Evan's like... Yep, the orchard. That's where we went. To make her feel better, he sings a song called For Forever. Uh, so, so the chorus is, All we see is sky for forever. Let the world pass by for forever. Uh, it will be all right for forever this way. Oh, and it's just... Lovely. He, this peace comes over him when he's saying this story. And he's talking about it's how... made me cry. I know, how he was with Connor when he was climbing up this tree. And they were going up, up, up. And all they could see was sky for forever. And then he felt the branch give way. And then he was just falling. And he oh. hit the ground. And then his wrist went numb. And then he sees Connor running to him. Hmm. And... It's just, it's just like so. It's beautiful. I got really quiet for my own reasons that <laughs> we can talk about on a later podcast. Oh yeah, you know what it's like to break your wrist. That's for sure. Wow. Um. So. Oh, I have to take another breath. This is heavy. It is heavy. It's heavy. It's it's. it's I'm m- glad we had a little bit of balance with waitress. I know. I know. If we'd both done like heavy musicals, it would be funny. It's so, gorgeous, though. I I'm thoroughly enjoying this. So like they finish this song. And it's beautiful. And you almost believe it. Like for a minute, you're just so taken up into it. And then the next thing is Evan at home talking to Jared. And uh, they're, they're like, you know, talking over the internet or whatever. And um, AIM. No. Sorry, yeah, I know. That's all I could think long of. Ago. I know. That's all I could think of. I don't of know too. if they were FaceTiming. I think maybe. My first sort of boyfriend told me I love you for the first time over AIM. And I was just like, oh, That's wow. quality right there. So they they transition to this and you just hear Jared go, 
You know they think you're gay. <gasps> and um, oh my! And gosh. Evan goes, "What?" He goes, "They think you're gay. You're like secret gay lovers." And he's like, Stop "What?" It. And so one thing I left out that's highly important is that. Because two boys can't be close friends without being gay. No, certainly not. But they especially can't be secret friends, you know. And yeah. So they also... Um, okay, that's valid. Yeah, so so at the end of that dinner, the mom was like, oh my gosh, like, do you have any other, any other stories about Connor? She's just like eating it up, thinking that her son was much happier than he was. And right. he had this companion. And right. when the reality was... He was alone. Right. And he was miserable. And so was Evan. And he took yeah. his life. And so was Evan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what, what he says is, oh, we yeah. We always try to look for those beautiful moments in the midst to of tragedy, though. To make yourself though, feel you know? better, you know? Yeah. I mean, pain is for real, for real. So he tells them, oh, yeah, I, I have more stories. We would, um, we would email. Yeah, all the time. And they're like, we we checked Connor's email, like we've read all of his emails, and he was like, oh, no, it was a, it was a secret email account. Yeah, yeah, it was a secret email account. We would email each other all the time. And the mom was like, could we like, I, I'm sure it's so personal, but like, would you share any of those with us? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Like I've got tons of emails. Yeah, I've got all these emails. And oh my gosh, what's he gonna do? So uh, he's talking to Jared, and Jared's like, you know, they think you're gay. Like, they think that you're gay lovers with your secret email account and nobody ever saw you together and that kind of thing. And so um, he's like, Jared, you got to help me fake these emails. Like, you've got to help me. Oh, my. And Jared's like, I will have no part. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, no, man. But then he's like, okay, I could do it. (laughs) So he helps him do it. That night, um, Heidi, Evan's mom, sees an email from school and she's like, it's about Connor. And... Um, Heidi's like, oh my gosh, like I, I just saw this email, this kid from school, um, you know, killed himself. Like, how are you? You know, are you okay? Did you know him? And, and Evan, Evan's just like, oh, I didn't know him. So it's like, whatever. I really, I didn't know him. Wow. And then she's like, okay, well you just, you know, I'm here for you and you can talk to me, you know, and it's just that you have his name written on your cast. And I don't know. I just, you said you didn't know him. And like, it's so funny. And, and he's like, well, it's actually a different Connor. You know, it's a different Connor. Oh, and my so god! He totally lies to her. Then Evan's at the Murphy's again for dinner. Zoe catches him in Connor's room, and she's like, what are you doing in here? And he's like, oh, nothing, nothing. I'm not doing anything in here. Um, and Zoe's like, what did, what did that part of the letter mean, like, about me, about all of his hopes being pinned on Zoe, and, like, she, Zoe doesn't even know I exist? And then he, like, peed his pants. Yeah, right. And um, she's like, Connor hated me. And he's like, no, no, Connor didn't hate you. Like, Connor loved you, you know, and he just couldn't say it, you know? Connor just loved you, and he just couldn't say it. And basically he sings a song called If I Could Tell Her, and he sings all of the things that he loves about Zoe. And she's just like lighting up. And she's like, I mean, did he say anything else? And he's like, about you? And she's like, no, no, no. I mean, I, I don't care. I mean, whatever. It doesn't mean anything to me. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm just trying to think of the best parts. I mean, just give me a second. I'm just trying to think about the best parts. <laughs> and it's so funny. Oh. And um, he's able, it's sad, but he's like using somebody else's viewpoint 
to communicate the things that he actually wants to say. And it's affecting them because they loved Connor, not because they love him. Wow. You know? That's so interesting. And so at the end of the song, they've got this sweet moment, and he kisses her. And she pulls back like, what are you doing? And just walks out, and she's like, I'm not coming down for dinner. And he's just like, gonna die. And the next thing you hear is Jared going, I can't believe you tried to kiss kiss Zoe Murphy on her brother's bed after he died. Oh, my gosh. So then... That brings a little light to the... I know. He is just like the comedic relief all the time. So, So then uh, there's a song called Disappear that's done, and Connor shows up, and... um, there, it's just talking about how no one deserves to be forgotten. And Alana was saying, like, people are forgetting about Connor. Like, we can't let this happen. No one deserves to be forgotten. And so they come up with an idea called the Connor Project. And it's a fundraiser that will pay, sponsor, basically, to have the orchard reopened. The orchard that oh my Connor loved so much, except that he didn't, because that wasn't real. Oh my gosh. And so they need to raise $50,000 to get this orchard open. It's their way of not having Connor be forgotten. But really, in the song, you find out that it's Evan's way of not being forgotten. Uh, Connor's mom gives Evan this tie that Connor never wore because they they bought it for like bar mitzvah season but then he was never invited to any bar mitzvahs which was like so sad but there's going to be this assembly where people can talk about Connor and she was like well I assumed you'd say something and he's like not me no 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 I'm not going to speak in public and she's like you have to gives him this tie it's like super sweet so he's there's this gorgeous scene where he is obviously at that assembly and he's reading off these note cards and he's just reading them verbatim, verbatim, verbatim. Connor was this and Connor was that and like all things that we've heard before and he's terrified. His hands are shaking. And then he goes to the next card and it says, um, like, welcome ladies and gentlemen. And it's like the beginning of his speech. And he was like, crap, like my cards are jumbled up. And then he drops them. Oh. And he gets down on the floor, he's trying to pick them up and it's actually really painful to watch. Oh my gosh. Like it is just... So raw. And um, then he starts singing this song called You Will Be Found. That's, that's, you know, that's probably the song that's like really the anthem of this really? musical, You Will Be Found. And it's just about, like, it doesn't matter how much pain you're in, like, you will be found. There's a world that wants you, basically. Um, and then the song ends up in... Uh, I guess in Connor's room or maybe in Zoe's room. Anyway, in a bedroom, kid's bedroom, you know, and um, at the Murphy's. And she thanks him for what he said and what he's doing, and she kisses him. Mrs. Murphy? No. Oh. (laughs) I was like, this has gone for an interesting turn. Oh, my gosh. Whoops. Zoe's the daughter. That he has the crush on. <laughs> Mrs. Murphy? <laughs> she was cute though, so like don't even don't don't knock it. So Zoe was like, wow, that first kiss was kind of surprising, but now, now I'm I've all, had time to think about kinda it. Kind of into it. Like, let me like toss my indigo hair and like try yeah. this out myself. Yeah, let me let me give that a second chance. So he pulls back and looks terrified and what's so cool is that in this moment you see the struggle where he's like oh god you know 
that was like that the his initial reaction is like that scared the hell out of me. Yeah. And then you see him ta- he takes like a minute and he he makes the decision and he kisses her again. And so they get some kissing on. Oh, smooches. Yeah. So then we move to act two where they're like, Connor Project, has, you know, they're trying to raise 50 grand in three weeks to reopen the orchard. So then we're in um, Evan's bedroom and Heidi finds out about the Connor Project. And she's like, I found out about this new project. And it turns out you're the co-president of this project. Like, what is this all about? Like, you're the co-president of a foundation for a kid that you told me you didn't know. What's going on here? Yikes. And she... He had to have known he was going to get caught at some time. Oh, my you know? gosh, yeah. So she is furious. And this is where he tells his mom, he's like, well, maybe I would have told you if you were ever around. What? Yes. Not to Heidi. Yes. Poor Heidi. Evan. So Evan goes to the Murphys again because he's there for dinner like every night. So he's dating Zoe. He's there for dinner all the time. He's there like all the time. He's become like Connor's replacement, but like in the best light. Yeah. So they've invited Heidi over for dinner. Uh-oh. This is going to go sour, Yeah. I think. So they... Sour. Heidi did not know... Like, Connor's parents are saying, like, you're so generous to, like, share us with him so much. And, you know, he's over here for dinner all the time. And she like, had no idea. She had no idea. They're like, I hope we aren't stealing him away too much. And she's like, you told me you were at Jared's all this time. She doesn't say that in front of them. She's, right. She just really takes it in stride. She's like, oh, oh you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's really kind of you guys. And... um so here's just like where it all goes downhill. Oh no. They Evan had said something about college and um how like he's going to need to apply for every scholarship and he's like trying to write essays and things like that. And like how it's like college is really expensive. Well, the Murphys decide that they have a college fund for Connor. Oh no. And they're they're like, with your permission, Heidi, we would like to it would just mean the world to us if we could give that to Evan. And Heidi Heidi flips out. Flips out. She's like, Well, I'm I don't know. Um you know, I, I didn't realize that Evan had been talking to other people about our financial situation. But, you know, we don't have a ton of money, but I assure you we have enough money for him to go to college. And, you know, anything that we don't have, he will work for. Worked and he will off. get scholarships. And, you know, we are, we are just fine. We are just fine. Because she's meeting these peeps for, like, the first time. And she is just mortified. She is mortified. She's embarrassed. So she leaves, and then we're in their house that night, and she's like... Do you have any idea what that just felt like? Like, I've worked so hard and to find that you're telling other people, like, that we don't have money and they want to, like, give you this charity and, like, th- this is just... She was like, I don't I don't want uh, Evan to think that, you know, things are just handed to people and, you know, because it never was that way for her, you know, and, and just... It still isn't. <laughs> still isn't, yeah. Um, and they are fighting because she's like... Evan, they're not your family. And he's like, well, you know, she's like, I I didn't realize that you were really missing like these things that I couldn't give you. And he's like, well, don't be upset because someone else can give them to me. 
I mean, they. I can see both sides. You know? And so he also says, and this is really interesting, she finds out that he's not on his medication. Oh, no. How long has he not been on his medication? I, they didn't really give a time frame, but, like, it's been since all this is happening with the Murphys. Oh. So, like, he, she's like, oh, and you're, like, doing this well? Like, that's amazing. You know, and he's like, yeah, they don't think I'm sick. They don't want me running off to a therapist every five minutes, and they don't want me taking all this medication. Like, they think I'm great the way I am. Mm. So resentment yeah she sings a song called good for you and she's like if you want to do this and you want to get a new family then good for you you want to do this and that then good for you if i wasn't i wasn't enough for you good for you she's just so hurt so then alana confronts him again and is like that alana she's like i don't think this is real i think you've made this up then he has a conversation with connor in his mind um but connor the actor comes out on stage sure um evan wants to come clean and Connor says that his family needs him, like the Murphys need him. Um, Evan wants to stop lying. And he says, how can you, Connor says to him, how can you come clean to everybody else when you haven't been honest with yourself? How did you break your arm? I've been wondering this whole time why... You haven't really mentioned how. So he, his story is that he climbed a tree and he fell. Right. I'm scared. So to convince Alana again, Evan writes a, like a real suicide note from Connor. And then before, he's just trying to prove to her that it's real. And so before he has any say in it, she puts it online. Oh my gosh. Why would she do that? <laughs> She thinks that that's what they need to finish the Connor project and get all the to raise all the money. Yeah. So in the meanwhile, like that speech that he made, that that he like freaked out and and then ended up just like singing. That speech was put online and like everybody loves it. And then the suicide note is put online and like everybody loves it. But uh, so they get all the money that they need. But people go crazy and they start blaming the Murphys. So social media blows up and attacks the Murphys. They're like, that dad didn't care enough. All he wanted to do was make money. That mom just wanted this and that. She was probably so busy with yoga and being a vegan, you know, like all these stereotypes and like um, just like to even like they would, they didn't give him what they needed. And that sister doesn't even care at all. Like just finding all these reasons because people are so hateful when they have a, when they have a computer screen between them and the world. Totally. So mom and dad are arguing about who was right and who like didn't you didn't do enough or you did too much you pushed him or you didn't push him enough um and then the mom like pulls evan into it and she's like look at what he wrote you know like how can you say that he wrote this suicide note like this is what's true and then evan just says it's just things are just like at such a fevered pitch at this point and evan just says he didn't write that he didn't write that and they're like, what do you mean? Wait, is he talking now about his first letter or the I think they're talking about the suicide letter. note that he just Oh my gosh. So he's kind of had to say this twice. Like he didn't write that. He didn't he didn't write that. This one this time he really sticks to it. And they're like, What are you talking about? And he just he's like, They he didn't write that. I wrote that. I wrote that. I wrote all of the emails. I wrote that. And he sings oh. a song 
called Words Fail. What an incredibly challenging thing to write is like when the secret comes out and like basically everybody, all three of them walk away from him in their own way. The dad walks up to him and like stares him right in the eye and just like looks at him disgusted and like walks away. Wow. The mom runs off in tears and then he's left. Like he starts the song while they're there and then he finishes it after they've left. And he's Mm -hmm. just saying like, there's absolutely nothing I can do. Like words fail. This is just (laughs) impossible to fix. I can't fix this. Yeah. He's kind of wound this web of lies so deep, Mm -hmm. so large, there's no turning back. So after that song, Evan's at home on the couch with his mom and his mom is reading the suicide note and he, she knows that he wrote it. She's just reading it to be like, okay, I, you know, I see everything. And she's like, just so regrets not seeing just how lonely he was. Mm -hmm. She's not upset that he did anything because all she cares about is that he's being honest with her. Right. And he wasn't being. She was like, who are you? Right. You know? And so she's just like, she's not mad at him for an instant. It's just the dearest thing. It's just a mother's love, you know? And she was just like, wow. I know now that you're being truthful to me and that you need me. You know? And that's all she needed. She didn't care how how messed up he was or or what, how, how he messed up. Um, she just wanted him to tell her the truth and let her in. She just regrets seeing, like not seeing the signs of just how bad it was. Sure. And he's just talking about how he has no friends, like nobody knows him. And she just said, I know you and I love you. Wow. To to And I think it just speaks to our innate human need to be known. Yep. And to be loved. And to be understood. Yeah, to be understood. And she just says, I know, I know you, and I love you. And she sings this Powerful. song, this incredible song called So Big Slash So Small. Hmm. And she talks about the day that his dad came with like a U-Haul truck to get all of his stuff and leave for real. I was wondering if they were going to touch back on the dad. And she said, I tried to keep you in the house but you saw a real live truck in the driveway, in your driveway. And she said, we let you sit behind the wheel and you were so excited. And Oh gosh, I can't handle this. Then your dad left. And she said, the house felt so big and I felt so small. Suddenly the house felt so big and I felt so small. Mm. And you asked me, is there a truck coming tomorrow that'll take mommy away? Oh. And she said, no, there's, there'll never be a truck that'll take me away. Your mom is staying right here. Well, what was probably hard going back, sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. What was probably going, go, just going back to that moment with her at the Murphys and kind of freaking out about this like other family, almost like taking her son away from, yeah, yeah. you know, she's lost her husband. She's had to like do this all on her own. And she's worked for that kid. Absolutely. And she just adores him and she is supportive and she is a part of his life. Yeah. And so to, I can see why she like getting to know her more. I can see why she freaked out so much in that moment Yeah, of like, you know, some people are probably like, oh, well, she didn't seem very grateful. I mean, what a gift, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, she probably felt in that moment like she was losing her son. 
And she had failed. And this other family had just waltzed in and given him everything that she never could. Yeah. And, you know, another thing about that, that, that argument that they had that night after he was offered that, offered that scholarship from them, he was like, you don't even care. Your life would be better without me. And she, like, they, they're really getting into it. It's like the climax of the scene. And she just yells at him, you are the only good thing that has ever happened to me. Wow. And she's just, like, yelling it at him. You know, because she's just like, how could you not know this? And so in this sweet scene, she's singing him this song. And so the tagline has been, the house felt so big and I felt so small. And she sings like, this is all going to go away and I will hold you and I will be here when it all feels so big until it all feels so small. Like lovely lyrics. This whole, this whole disaster one day, this is going to feel small to you. This is going to be in the past. It's not going to be that big of a deal. And I'm going to be there when it all feels so big. And I'm going to be there until it all feels so small. Moms are the best. I know. And then the last scene, Evan has called Zoe, who it was like super over with her. He calls Zoe and he wants to meet up. And she says, yeah, I'll I'll meet up with you. But I want to meet at the orchard because they did reopen the orchard. Wow. And uh, so he goes to the orchard and he has literally never been there. Not when it was closed. Not when it was open. He'd never been there at all. How ironic. And he's like, your family never, like, told the truth about, like, what I did. And she was like, yeah, we just didn't, just wanted to leave it the way that it was. It didn't, things didn't need to get any worse. And so nobody but them, you know, the the people in the show knew that. That all that had gone down. That was all fake, basically. Everybody else thought it was real. Are we still going to find out how he broke his arm? Hang on. So um, she says her family uh, goes there all the time, and she just wanted him to see it. Um, she said that's that, really sweet. Yeah, and they all needed it, the the orchard, and needed. I think in a weird way they needed each other, and it was a disaster, but you know, it wasn't all bad, I guess. Um, so she leaves, and he starts writing himself another note. Today's going to be a good day. You know, dear Evan Hansen, today's going to be a good day because you're you and that's enough. And he starts singing For Forever. And remind me, For Forever was sung originally by him about the day. About him and Connor. Yeah, so he, it's like his fresh start. And um, yeah, they never technically say it, but he, he tried to jump from a tree and commit suicide. I had kind of had a feeling. Yeah. So wow. they never say it. They just imply it, and it's very clear what what they mean. What it means. Yeah, so the show went on oh to gosh. be nominated for, I believe, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Tony Awards. Wow. And it won. I can see why. One, two, three, four, five, six Tony six Awards. Six out of the nine. Six out of the nine. One for best musical, best book of a musical, best original score, best performance by a leading actor in a musical, which is Ben Platt. And then best performance by an actress in a feature role in a musical was won by Rachel Bay Jones. Wow. They also won a Grammy Award for best musical theater album. Are you kidding me? Like, no so way. awesome. Fun and then fact. they won a Daytime Emmy Award for their performance. On um, the Today Show. No they, way. They performed You Will Be Found. And my piece de resistance is that Ben Platt, his brother, 
is Jonah Platt, who played um, Fierro in Wicked on Broadway. Get out of town. His dad is Mark Platt. Mark Platt. He produced Wicked and La La Land. What? In addition to like a million other things, but like those are the most applicable. Oh my gosh. Mark Platt. And Mark Platt, you're my hero. I know. I'm like... Wow, what a talented family. I know. And <laughs> we've talked about Mark Platt before and been like, oh my gosh, make the movie musical of Wicked starring us. I know. <laughs> and um, like, just just like, what, what one a... One more in the Platt. One amazing career and then amazing family. And, and the thing is, yeah. I would never look at Ben Platt and think, even knowing this, I would never think that this was a, um, a moment of nepotism. He is that talented. But that is, uh, that is the story that is Dear Evan Hansen. I love it. I'm in love with all of those characters. So good. And like, it, I'm not going to lie, it got me a little depressed. <laughs> got me a little depressed uh, because it's just so raw and it's so real see. and it's so relatable. I can see how. But um, who do you think I would play? Not like actually play, but like who I would want to play. I would kind of like, I would like to see you play Heidi. Heidi would be probably the most like. Um, but I kind of think you would want to play Zoe. I'd want to play Jared. Oh, wait, wait. I didn't realize we were doing um, like gender benders. Yeah, oh my this gosh. Is, this is my, this is my world. Yeah, you would. I would love to see you play Jared. Um, I would love to play Evan. Like, I would love to play Evan. I would not like to play Connor's mom, Cynthia. Because she just cries all the time. It's like way too exhausting. Yeah. I don't know how actors do it. Me neither. I do not have, like, whoa. A good thing shows go black a little. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Give yourselves a break. But yeah, Jared would be super fun. That I, I could tell by the way that you would talk about him that you were like, so and funny. then he would say this. Yeah. And then he said this. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a character that keeps light in the situation. Oh, yeah. Which is great. I mean, we all. And he's like such a jerk, you know, but it's, yeah. I feel like we all know that kid. But he's too. like harmless too. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he seems like such a jerk, and yet he's not the one who like lied to everyone and their and their mom literally. Right, and yet you still you're like still in Evan's corner throughout yeah. the whole thing. That's I think what which, takes amazing writing. Which from some of the reviews I've seen as well um, was very much to Ben Platt's performance. Wow, know? good for him. Yeah. Note to self: Meet the Platt family. Ugh, adopt me. <laughs> I mean, I love my family. <laughs> I don't want to make the mistake that Evan did. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they do seem wow. amazing. Some great musicals, huh? Yeah, super awesome. That's awesome. Well, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.